conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that is probably written by AI at this point. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you doing, Anna? Dan, no offense to the actors who are in this movie who were honestly very talented. <laughs> I, I miss who I was before I started this film. Okay. I was, I, honestly, I was worried. I was worried, too. I, oh, I was not for them. Uh, or for myself, I was worried mm-hmm. that you were going to like this. Dan, it was utter garbage. Okay, thank God. Okay. Huh. No, don't worry. I'm here for you. I... <sighs> Have you ever <laughs> actively been watching something and you want to like it because, you know, you like the actors and and like mm-hmm. the, the movie itself, like the premise sounds kind of fun, but then oh. you're there. <sighs> Yeah, this past week I went mm-hmm. and saw uh, Fool's Paradise, which is a new movie written and directed by Charlie Day. Oh, from... okay. I think I've seen the um, he's pre- or not previews the ads. Yeah, he's basically playing like a uh, modern, not modern day, but like a Charlie Chaplin esque thing, where he's mute mm-hmm. and kind of stupid. Uh, and then the world happens around him. And I wanted to like that movie a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I like Charlie Day. I like all the actors in it. I actually yeah. like the way that he directed it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not a good movie. It's it. My my review of it was this would have been great if it was good. It That's has exactly. all mm-hmm. all the the outer workings of something that would be great. But then just like unmixed cookie dough. It's so tragic. It's so tragic. And that's uh, that's also not how I feel about this movie. Uh, no. This is worse. Yep. I would 100% <laughs> this, agree with you. This is cookie dough, but instead of sugar, uh, they added more flour. And like, instead of butter, they added a different kind of flour. When, uh, oh, and ugh. instead of eggs, look out, we got some more flour. Like when you think something's going to be um, chocolate chips and it's raisins. Oh, if you're making something with raisins in it, it has to be oatmeal raisin. You can't have a regular cookie with raisins in it. No, I mean, I just don't like raisins anyway, period. I like raisins. I think they're fine. I like grapes a lot. I went through a phase where I, I, okay, don't make fun of me. I have a general distrust of grapes what because spiders can be in them okay and i don't want to be washing my fruit and find a spider i would literally cry that would be the scariest time of my life there's an easy way to avoid that don't eat grapes got it don't wash fruit no 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 dan that's even worse what the pesticides make you stronger i don't then if a spider bites you, it dies. I hope it does, but I'm scared. <laughs> I'm 
I have no, I've never worried about a spider existing within my grapes. And also, if I'm washing it and a spider comes out, great. The spider's not in there anymore. I'm not going to accidentally eat the spider. I just can't get on this, okay? I simply cannot join this this belief that it's okay to possibly have food that's come in contact with an arachnid. You don't eat much fruit then, do you? I do, I do, but, like, I make do sure you eat my, bananas? My, yes, and I'm always checking, even at the store, I'm looking. I'm like, did a spider look like it might have touched this? Hmm. So even if it touches part of a fruit that you don't eat, you won't have it. No, I'll eat it. I eat bananas. I put them in, I put them in smoothies a lot. I don't like the texture of regular bananas. But like I don't think I could have ever worked at a grocery store cuz there's this stereotype of like you open a box of bananas and there's just a spider in there. How scary. <laughs> we have different fear levels. I'm so scared of spiders. I- I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Dan and dear listener. Okay. The other day Gage went to bed early and I stayed up to read my book, as one does. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. So I put my book down. I went to the bathroom so I could, you know, pee one last time. Sure. Turned on the light. What do my little eyes spy underneath the toilet paper roll on I, the wall? Let me guess. Let me guess. A spider. A daddy long legs, Dan. Okay. Not just any spider. The leggiest of all. Yeah. And I tried not to scream because, you know, it was like 1130 on a Wednesday and I didn't want to wake up anybody except for Gage. So I ran into my bedroom. I said, Gage, 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 help. I'm under attack. So what? I said, there's a spider. And he came in with me and we're looking at it. And I turned to say something to him and I look back and that motherfucker was gone. I screamed and I made Gage stay (laughs) with me. Excuse me. I made Gage stay with me. Because I was scared. What if it crawls in my butt while I was peeing? You know what I mean? What? That's the... Sc- Dan, I'm not even kidding. Like, That's I'm not maybe- a thought that I've ever had. Oh, my God. I-, I am petrified. What if it crawls in my ears or my mouth? Like... Oh I am my- so scared of spiders, Dan. Oh I am my so gosh. scared. I will see spiders around my apartment from time to time. And you'll immediately... And when I see like- them, I'll just be like, what up, dude? You're living no. your life. I'm living mine. Let's just let's just ride this train together. No, you know the old cartoons where the lady like jumps up on a table and is lifting her skirt and screaming. Yeah, that's me. Just absolutely <laughs> petrified. <laughs> um, you know one thing that spiders have on eight us that, legs. Well, they, that's actually eight things. Um, <laughs> but one thing that spiders have on us that we unfortunately do not have. Hmm. They don't have the mental capability to understand that the film Ghosted exists. That's the only reason why I've ever been jealous of a spider. <laughs> anyway. Honestly, we're getting back to it. Sorry. We're getting back my, to it. That was, I, was trying, I, I was trying to steer back. You got me on my, my tangent, Dan. Uh-oh. We've never done that before. Uh, the movie that spiders. we're talking about today is Ghosted. Hooray. I wish I'd ghosted this film. Ayo. JS, JS, you know. What does that mean? Just saying, just saying. Oh, I didn't. I was like, just serious? I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person who ever says JS, JS. Like, I know JK. I know FR. Uh I know 
Well, dead ass. Nobody says DA because then they just no. think they're speaking district attorney Russian. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or saying yes. Yes. Um, I did teach a child at my at my um, theater production what ETA meant the other day. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. he said he was running late. I said, what's your ETA? And he said, what the fuck does that mean? Literally what he said back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghosted, directed by Dexter Fletcher, who you may know from directing, kind of, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I didn't see that movie because I heard it was bad. He also directed Rocket Man. I loved that film. I'll tell you right now, I loved Rocket Man. I was probably biased because I love EJ, you know? I'm talking a lot of acronyms. Today. A lot of acronyms. A lot yeah, of, a lot of initialisms. Mm-hmm. Um, so he only directed the last two weeks of filming for Bohemian Rhapsody when Brian Singer mm-hmm. got fired for being a creep. Yeah, uh, okay, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Uh, it's also a bad movie, so you didn't miss anything. Oh, okay, phew. Thank God. Uh, written by Rhett Reese, which sounds like Scooby-Doo trying to say that there's grease on the floor. Literally. Watch out for that Rhett Reese, Raggy. <laughs> uh, also written by Paul Wernick, who wrote Deadpool, the Deadpool series of movies. That makes a lot of sense. This is not his best work. Uh, Chris McKenna, who wrote all the new Spider-Man movies. The ones with, um, with Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. And okay. Eric Summers, who also wrote the Spider-Man movies. So I guess they're partners. Mm. Okay, okay. None, <laughs> nobody was showing... Oh my god. Sorry. Um, nobody was showing God? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I just got a really scary sponsored ad. Ooh, um, <laughs> Ooh what is it? God bless it, it's for a fertility app, and I know that that's the age I'm at. Mm-hmm. Not an app, sorry. It's for an at-home insemination kit. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. And the ad I didn't is realize a that was a thing. That says just add sperm, and oh I my God, I think I learned my lesson in scrolling while we're chatting. I should never do that again. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> this is not the best work of any of those people. They all have a lot of skill with other things, and they should have really channeled some of that into this movie instead of phoning it in and thinking big names could save it. Yes, correct. Um, just bring it right back. Speaking of big names, it stars Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Adrian Brody, Mike Moe, Tate Donovan, Amy Sedaris, Lizzie Broadway, and... That's a name. Randomly, briefly, Ryan Reynolds. And Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie, briefly. Yeah, and John Cho and Tim Blake Nelson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All, all bizarre, like not bizarre cameos. I get why they're in it, but they just spent too much money on this cast and not enough money on the script. Yeah, I don't know how much this cost to make. According well, to, well, it says it only cost forty million dollars. Only, uh, well, c- comparatively. Mm-hmm. That's. That's pretty low. But it, I mean, no, it didn't know, yeah. make any money because it wasn't released at the box office. Um, but I guess they spent it all on the cast. They really, the really did. That's the problem. Um, 
So it was released on April 21st, 2023 on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. I subscribed Which... to Apple TV for this. We don't. We borrowed Gage's parents' passwords, so I did not have to spend any money on this. Thank you, Lord. Well, I used my free trial. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, um, we used ours to watch, um, I don't even remember what, some random show. Ted Lasso? No, I've never even seen that, and I cat sit a cat named Roy Kent. And you can't just use their Apple TV? Cause I, I have assume... no interest. I watch Abbott. Okay. You know you can watch one Roy. You you can watch multiple things. Mm, no. <laughs> I'm um, trying to be different, Dan. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Other if girls you saw are the terrified of spiders. Today, other girls washed their hair today. <laughs> On Rotten Tomatoes, Ghosted has a twenty six percent approval rating. That feels high. Listlessly wafting between action, comedy, and romance without ever solidifying into a satisfying whole, Mm -hmm. Ghosted earns a chorus of boos. (laughs) That was harsh. That was Harsh, but fair. Yeah, true. I, I have to be honest. The first maybe 15 minutes of this movie... Maybe mm-hmm. not the first 15 minutes. The The part between where they're arguing at the farmer's market mm-hmm. and Cringe. when she disappears. Mm-hmm. It the got setup, my hopes yeah. up. The setup, I was... Well, I mean, because... I mean, they don't, they don't really have much chemistry. No. And in I fact, don't think it's the actors. It's all the script. It's the script. Um... In fact, when there are scenes later in the movie where they're like, oh, my God, the sexual tension is palpable. I'm like, where? How? What's wrong with all of Here's you? The fact, literally, the fact that they had to say that the sexual tension was palpable is what made it not so palpable to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not find the sister to be insufferable? Uh, A little bit. I couldn't stand her. Yeah, that, well, that's because you hate women. You're right. I do. <laughs> That's why I'm standing on the man's side of this wedding. Yes, and I am. I am. I am a strong defender of women, a, a champion of women. <laughs> Listen, I'm say. all here for women defending and supporting women. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm a girl's girl, considering I'm still <laughs> laughing over the fact that Anna asked me if I wanted to wear a suit or a dress, and I was like, um, dress, please. <laughs> um. But yeah, she I don't I don't know. The whole family stuff was whatever. I found the sister to be insufferable, sorry. That's uh that's fine. The mom kind of reminded me of you when she's like, I'm a hopeless romantic. I was like, I know one of those. I yeah, correct. <laughs> it's Dan. It's I am Amy Sedaris. You got mm-hmm. it. That's correct. <laughs> um But then once the actual plot kicked in. Oh, so far like gone. It. So no. out. No. So dumb. Gage is watching this with me because he has a big crush on Anna de Armas. And he's like, they're horrible together. And if they end up together at the end of this, even though I know they will, I will be very mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> and I was like, that's very fair. <laughs> it's always a good sign for your romantic comedy when the prevailing thought throughout is, I hope they don't get together. 
when they started kissing, Gage was like, no! And it wasn't out of jealousy. It was because he hated the movie. Ah, uh, let's get into it. We're at a <sighs> farmer's market in Washington, D.C. Automatically yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans. He's a dick. For no reason. He was trying... Oh, one other flaw from this film. Uh-huh. I would never believe him to be a regular man. He's too fit. They do try to downplay it by having him always wear a coat. No. So you can't see his arms. We all know he's Captain America. Yeah. Also, he so he has asthma in the movie. <sighs> and they make a big point of setting it up in the beginning, like when they run up the stairs and everything, and he loses his inhaler, and then that's how he c- gets back with Ana de Armas. Mm-hmm. It has no effect on the plot at all going forward. No. Except you would like... think, oh, this farmer who is suddenly now in the CIA, he's probably going to have an asthma attack during the climax. No, nope. no, no. no. Why, why mention it? Why, why bring it up? Why have that happen? That wouldn't make sense story-wise. Because they didn't want anything to connect. No. I, I think, I do not think that they... When they, because there are four writers on the script and it was two pairs of writing teams. Mm -hmm. I do not think that they rewrote. Mm -hmm. I think they both just added in scenes. (laughs) Please, God, no. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, at this farmer's market, Chris Evans is selling flowers poorly and that's not even his booth he's a honey i was dialed in because he lived on a honey farm and you know i love a good local honey yes so i was dialed in for that so he was helping out whoever ran the flower stand and he meets Anna de armas because she's buying flowers but she's out of town for a while so he tells her to buy a cactus you shrill um and then after they meet the flower stand lady is like, I thought you were going to ask her out or something. The chemistry between you is so palpable. It's not. It wasn't. The only thing that was palpable was a general dislike for each other. Yeah. A general like, I don't want to spend any time with you. No. Yeah. Anyway. I didn't think they had any chemistry, but let's continue. How many more times will I say it, that today? Well, it's weird because they had chemistry together in Knives Out. So it's well, not yeah. the actors. No, it's the script. It's all the script. I'm normally very pro writer. I I'm I okay, yeah, let's take a second. We support the the writers and their strike. Yes, 100%. If you're listening but, to this in the future, um there's a writer strike going on right now. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. We support the striking writers. However, we all make mistakes at work, right? <laughs> like we all, all have time. off days. It's human to make mistakes and have off days. Yes. Clearly someone was having an off day when they wrote this whole script. Maybe four people were. I don't know. Maybe. Synchronicity. Um, so they go on an all-night date. Anna Darmus and Chris Evans. Their characters have names. I'm not going to use them. They don't matter. Um, Cole and Sadie. Yes. That They don't look like a Cole or a Sadie. No. Anna Darmus looks like she can only be named Anna Darmus. And Chris That's Evans what said he's like, so the character is from like she talks about being from Cuba. Yes. 
her, her name is Sadie, Sadie, which is like not even remotely. But what do I know about anything, Dan? And if Chris Evans had a different name, it should be like Thad Hardcastle. Are you? Are I realize I realize that's a I realize that's a character's name from Blue Mountain State. I've never seen it. I love Blue Mountain State, and that's not his whole name. Okay, I know that Thad is a name there. His name is Thad, yeah, but Castle yeah. is part of his last name. His name is Thad Castle. Okay, I was combining uh, professional wrestler Edge, whose previous ring name was Sexton Hardcastle, mm, and Thad. That's a, quite the name. Yeah, I wish he didn't change it. Yeah, I love Blue Mountain State. If we had a boy dog, um, he would be named after one of the characters in there. Blue Mountain or State? Uh, his name would be Harmon. <laughs> like, like Mark from NCIS? No, like his first name would be Harmon. Yeah, Harmon Mark Harmon. You're right, that's his name. <laughs> uh, anyway, they go on a date, they have a good time, they walk around Washington, D.C. It's not actually Washington, D.C., it's in, it's Atlanta. Uh, they hook up at night, apparently it's great. He, they go home. Yep. And she ghosts him. She doesn't respond to his texts. Oh, no. Life is so hard, huh? He has to just go back to being a sexy beekeeper with his loving family. Right? I was like, in real life, this man would be, you know, kicking the bitches away. <laughs> man, if I saw an eligible sexy beekeeper, that's a business. And you get free honey for life? Yeah, you'd be he would be given and getting some free honey for life. Man, don't even forget about it. He's a catch. <laughs> Do I need to say it again? Female gaze? No one no one gets the female gaze more than Dexter Fletcher. Well, he missed the mark on a couple things, but <laughs> I do love the beekeeper life, okay? Anyway, um Chris Evans doesn't have his inhaler with him. He realizes they left it with Ana de Armas, who, after tracking it, not with an AirTag, even though this is very much an Apple-produced movie. Yeah, they probably were like, where can we draw the line? No AirTags. He says he uses a tile tracker, which is interesting, because that's a competitor to the AirTag. Uh, I'm much more interested in the economics of movie product placement than the actual plot of this movie. Clearly. Uh, he finds her in London. And his family's like, you gotta go, you gotta go track her down. My family would never say those words. No. That's My family would crazy. Be like, Damn, she's so far away. My family would be like, why don't you give her some time? She's clearly doing something and you literally just met. So maybe she'll contact you when she gets back. Otherwise, you'll meet someone else. Maybe that's too... Maybe your family's are full of hopeless romantics. You're right. Sorry, we're just hopeless. <laughs> uh, so he flies to London and he goes to track her down and he ends up in this tunnel where he gets punched out and kidnapped. And then we're in London for six seconds until we get sent to Pakistan. Yeah, I kind of didn't even realize that we'd made that transition. I didn't second. either until they went outside and I was like, that's not London. That's a mountain. Yep. That's what, what are we doing here? Literally what Gage said. He's like, wait, how did we get from England to Pakistan? Where are we? <laughs> uh, so 
these Pakistani arm dealers think that he is a legendary CIA operative called the Tax Man. Take a shot every time they say Tax Man in this movie, you'll die. I got so confused between the Tax Man and the Aztec. And sometimes I felt like the plot was just kind of rapidly brought up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily clear what things were supposed to be. Does that make sense? That No, absolutely. The plot doesn't make sense. I mean, Thank it does God. make sense in broad strokes, but the way that it is presented to the audience does not make any sense. Thank you. I was so worried. I was like, am I stupid? A question I ask myself daily. <laughs> yeah, these these Pakistani arms dealers need him to give them a passcode so that they can access a stolen bioweapon called the Aztec that will unleash hell, fire, and fury. And they're going to torture him with bugs. I felt no like spiders. that was on brand because, you know, he's, you know, he's a, a beekeeper. Um, yeah, I forgot for a second. <laughs> you know, because he's a he, he's a he's a wasp dad. He's one of those things. He touches the bees. That came out wrong. He touches the bees. <laughs> yeah. You should write. You should bees. write. Um, Thank you so much. So he is about to be tortured with these bugs until suddenly he is rescued by Ana de Armas, who reveals herself to be a CIA agent Shocker. and the tax man. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Um, they go on a chase. For some reason, they're driving a stupid bus through the Khyber Pass in Pakistan. Um, and eventually they escape everyone. Uh, and it turns out that they're working for Levesque, who is a French intelligence agent selling the Aztec, who we later meet and see doing maybe the least believable French accent. Thank you. It's Adrian Brody. I was literally going to say, I was like, are any of these accents, like, good? (laughs) Or going to be good? (laughs) I've seen, uh, over the past year and a half, I've seen a lot of Adrian Brody performances. Mm -hmm. He has a very strong Brooklyn accent. Is that not where he's from? No, that is, uh, if that's not where he's from, that is similar to how Ryan Gosling's accent is totally fake. Uh, That is the accent that he speaks with regularly. And somehow, in Mm -hmm. doing his French accent, he still has a Brooklyn accent. I literally thought the same thing. I was like, um, is this gonna, is he, I could, (laughs) I was literally, I think I said to Gage, I went, um, where is he supposed to be from? (laughs) (laughs) Like, full offense. Where's yeah, this from, man supposed to be from? He's from Normandy via Bushwick. Not. <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. So they go to a town where the Anadarmas and Chris Evans are arguing with each other because they all lied to each other. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. There's no mm-hmm. nothing. Um, and they run into Marco who is her former lover, because all men in this movie are Ana Darmus's former lovers. Did he not give you the ick? He did. Thank you. Thank God. It felt like he was going to kidnap and assault both of them. I agree. I 100% agree. He just, you know, like, ew. 
Um, so they agree that he should go, that Chris Evans should go home. And I don't know, Armas cares more about the mission than her boyfriend's lives. I mean, uh, she's not looking to get tied down. She's a working woman. Mm-hmm. She's focused on her career. Let the woman be on her grind, okay? Her, her career is a CPA. A certified That's public fine. accountant. Yep. She's the tax man. I knew what a CPA was. I was just too <laughs> stunned to speak. <laughs> well, you don't have your camera. Neither of us have our camera on recording this episode, so I couldn't see you rolling your eyes nine That's yards fair. away in your head. Please know that they were, in fact, being rolled within an inch of my life. I don't know what we were talking about. Not you and me, but we as in I was playing volleyball yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what IT was talking about. But I said some joke. And immediately afterwards, everyone was telling me to leave. Not because it was an offensive joke. Because it was offensively bad. So maybe it's that maybe it's a me problem. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's not you. Uh, anyway, a bunch of bounty hunters show up. They kill Marco. All the bounty hunters kill each other. Blah, blah, blah. As I've one fully does. checked out at this point. Yeah, I literally could not have been less interested. I have a confession to make. I stopped this movie halfway, went to in the shower, um, got lunch, dinner, <laughs> And then came back and finished it. Like, that was where we were at. That's probably a good way to watch. Maybe you might need to split it up even more. It was just doing too much for real. Doing too much and somehow nothing at all. Not enough. I was so bored, Dan. So freaking bored. There's no saving grace to this. No. It's not even like shot well. No. Also, so bad. There are like nine hundred needle drops, random songs popping in for yeah, no reason. They don't fit about? anything. They just had a the, music budget. The only one that made sense was when they did um Tax Man at the end. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're here. I get it. Why is my Sharona playing during the first car chase? <sighs> it was it was too much for me personally Mm. i'm so tired dan (laughs) so sadie realizes that she can use cole those are their characters names as bait Mm -hmm. so she gives him to adrian brody um and on a plane with wagner played by mike moe uh, who this is the only the second time i've ever seen him in a movie the first time was once upon a time in hollywood uh Mm. where he played Bruce Lee. Interesting. So that's I, a fun fact. Yeah, that is a fun fact. Uh, so they're on the plane with the Aztec and they're going through Chris Evans' phone and they see that he took selfies with a sleeping on a Darmus uh, after their the date. scream I scrumped. The first time I saw that, I was like, this is not it. This is simply not it. Maybe that's why he's not getting all the women. Because he probably oh. has uh, a bank of those. You're right. It just... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, they parachute out of the plane to safety. Uh, well, not they. Chris Evans does. 
he is he is safe. Ardenarmus is wounded. Um, and they land on an island, but he uses his medicinal agricultural knowledge to treat her. That was kind of hot. I'll give it to him. A man who knows the land. He could till your soil. I just want to know what's going to heal me, you know? Mm-hmm. Heal me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, saying. They reconnect with each other, blah, blah, blah. There's still no connection between them. And they then get ambushed. Uh, and Mike Moe escapes with the Aztec. While Chris Evans and Under Armour are rescued by the few, the proud, the Marines. I'm screaming. I hate you right now. <laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> so they then go to the CIA headquarters. Ada de Armas is suspended. Um, tries to apologize to Chris Evans. He won't accept it because she's still too committed to her job than to him. Uh, he then realizes that the passcode is the genetic sequence of a plant that they have. That's an ass pole. Uh, and then I don't even know. he offers to continue pretending to be the tax man, which the I would not think that the CIA would be into, but I no. guess they are. They the whole okay, first of all, Gage and I were flabbergasted when that woman was in the um in the interrogation interrogation room thank you and they were trying to test them with the lie detectors and she kept taking sexual passes at chris evans yes we were like um that would be hr 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 immediately (laughs) and then second of all they're really gonna let a civilian in ain't no way in real life no chance (sighs) dan i was so weary watching this movie also this is this is where we get Oh my god, the sexual tension between you two was palpable. For the second in time. In what world? In what world? For the second freaking time. I was like, are we watching the same couple? Please, I I beg you, are we watching the same couple? Because I, I genuinely, I don't think so, girl. No. Mm-mm. Everybody's got these weird sex goggles on in this movie. Nasty. Where they're seeing things that we're not seeing. Just nasty. Uh... Then we go to a revolving restaurant at the top of Indetermined Building in Indetermined City. Is it the Space Needle? I don't care. Uh, Yeah, with Adrian Brody and his own buyer for the Aztec, Mr. Utami. And all of the agents who are monitoring Chris Evans, they get killed. Classic. I was so connected to them. Yeah, right? I was just sobbing. Just sobbing. Anna Armas shows up, and immediately Chris Evans is like, oh, I trust you now. Okay. Um, And they sell the passcode to Mr. Utami uh, for $10 million, and then (sighs) she uses the money and places a bounty on Adrian Brody, uh, and suddenly all these bounty hunters show up out of nowhere. Where do they come from? Where do they go? Where do they come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Joe. I don't give a fuck. Dear Uh, Lord. So there's a big old gunfight. 
Ryan Reynolds is there. Everyone shoots, kills. The restaurant is spinning faster and faster. Uh, Adrian Brody falls out a window, yeah, but he saves the Aztec barely. Uh, Ana de Armas is whatever. Everyone's whatever. Whatever. Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. They're in a relationship. It was, blah, blah, blah. What was the one line? He's like, they're like, you're not the tax man. Who are you? And he goes, like she said, I'm the boyfriend. And I was like, this is just, it's doing too much for me personally. If anything, um, the room should spin faster and everyone should fly out. Everyone should go flying out of this house, please. I am <laughs> so tired. <laughs> and then the credits roll and they are 12 minutes long. It was I don't understand how the credits for this movie are 12 minutes long. They have so many people to thank. Please stop thanking people. Please. (laughs) Be selfish. Keep it to yourself. I am literally begging you, girl. Stop. And that is ghosted. Mm. It is ghost bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. I think we covered all of the questions that I would normally ask you afterwards. Like, what'd you think of this? What'd you think of this? What'd you think of their relationship? Also, for for something that's supposed to be like a world traveling spy thing. Mm -hmm. None of the places look good. There's no no interesting. Like, part of the fun of that is like, ooh, they're in more. Even like the Fast and Furious movies. I like them. They're super dumb. Yeah, but now when they travel to play, when they travel to places, they make it seem cool. Yeah, they do. They do. I'm interested immediately. Yeah, all of this is just drab. This was not it for me personally. I hated it. This was not know? it for me professionally. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, it was just so bad. And I, I like Ana de Armas. I like Chris Evans. I like Adrian Brody as an actor. Oh, sorry. I just crashed into something. What do you mean as an actor? Is he a bad person? Uh, he's uh, just like a creep. Yeah, that kind of reads. He kind of looks yeah. like a creep, if I'm being honest with you. He kind of... When I think of him, I think of... Wasn't it him that got really, really skinny for a, that one movie? The Pianist or whatever? The Pianist, Yeah. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything. It's just what I think of when I think of him. <laughs> okay. That's all. Um, but the, there's no reason. No one, you, you, there's no reason to watch this movie. No. Unless you want to like feel pain. That's something you're into, I guess. There are better movies that have functional, like in a bunch of reviews. People bring up other movies that do this movie better. Um, oh, yeah. The... Gage even said he's like, I'd love to see these two in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, True Lies, and then the the Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz movie, Night and Day. That's the other one he mentioned. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, it's all coming back. So instead of watching Ghosted, watch any of those. They're Literally. this movie, but much better. Literally. And they're also something I realized part of the reason they're much better. They are all directed by much better directors. Well, night and day is directed uh, by James Mangold, um, who made Ford versus Ferrari. Disgusting. <laughs> Literally never speak of that to me again. 
Mr. and Mrs. Smith is directed by Doug Lyman, who made The Born Identity and mm-hmm. uh, Edge of Tomorrow and Swingers. And then True Lies is directed by James Cameron, who made Avatar, The Way of Water. You did not have to say. James Cameron is a man who needs no introduction. Truly. J- he, James Cameron, the man who created Piacon, the Tolkoon. I feel like you just spoke in tongues. <laughs> James Cameron, the man who's doing that Oppenheimer movie. Oppenheimer? No, no. That's Christopher Nolan. They're the same man. <laughs> no, they're not. Literally, you cannot tell me that they're different. I don't James Cameron you. made The Terminator. Christopher Nolan made Inception. Different people. It's the same. It's all the, the same to me. They are both. They're very similar directors in that they are incredibly sincere in their filmmaking, to, maybe to a fault, mm-hmm. but they are different people. You simply could not. I don't believe you, if I'm I, being honest. You know, I've gathered that. Sorry, Dan. The only trivia. Refuse. The only trivia that I have about Ghosted is that Scarlett Johansson was initially cast. Yes. As the yes. main character. It would have been giving Marvel, you know, they had to yeah. put one non-Marvel person in there. You know what? It would have been the same. Mm. I think Scarlett Johansson is probably a better actress than Ana de Armas, but this is Whoa. so poorly written. Do you yeah. not agree? No, I 100% agree with you. This movie was just... it. No one was doing anyone any favors, I would say, by no. being in this movie... Or, um, you know, writing it. <laughs> so. It's yeah. just, it's just not better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my God. I don't even think he would want to be in it worse. Better. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. I feel like there's no way that this movie could be any better or worse. I agree. Uh, it sucked so, so bad. Jimmy Stewart wouldn't do anything either. No, he wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Tell me he would. Uh, uh, she ghosted me. He wouldn't even know what that... He might know what ghost it is. Even though he's been dead for 25 is. years. He's a literal ghost. Yeah. <laughs> His great-great-grandchild... Jimmy Stewart's grandchild. Um. Let's see. I have uh David and John Merrill. Okay. Do we think you would know what it means to be co- to be ghosted? I almost said coasted. That's Is where John Merrill, the, the Alabama Secretary of State. Oh my! What a twist! What? That's kind of wild. <laughs> I, uh, the, David and John Merrill are way too plain names to figure out if they're the actual person that I'm looking for. Anyway, um, on a scale of one to five, yeah, what do you give asking it? Asking me, I give it zero. Okay. Just kidding. I'll give it a pity one. I, I give it a one and a half. That's really kind of you. I know. I was not kind. You're. You shouldn't be either. No. You're correct in your assessment. It sucks so bad. And, you know, I'm mad that you made me watch it. If I'm being honest, I'm upset. Well, you know what? I do somewhat apologize. It's okay. You don't have to. 
We all make mistakes. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> we get to stay with Chris Evans and Ana de Armas. How exciting. Because our next episode is going to be Knives Out. I'm really excited because many moons ago, I wanted to see this movie and I said, I want to see this movie. And Gabe said, okay. And then he went and saw it with his family over Thanksgiving when I was here at home. And uh, I don't think I ever fully forgave him for that slight. So this will be okay. the first time I'm seeing it. <laughs> You're really holding a four-year grudge. It was honestly grounds for breakup. <laughs> dump him but it was ground for breakup so anyway our next episode is knives out but that's it for this episode of in conclusion if you want to find us we're on facebook and twitter at and in conclusion on instagram at in conclusion podcast on patreon at patreon.com slash in conclusion you can find me on twitter at dan o'keefe 86 and on tiktok at not dan o'keefe anna where can they find you you can find me on Instagram at Prime eight one eight, or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for Auto, capital B for Bots, capital R for Roll in the O, in Roll in the O, in Out R zeros. Please follow my dog on Instagram, Jester the Pop Ten Seventeen. Please follow her dog on the street if you see it. Oh God! Just start following. No, because I'm probably say that my neighbor thinks our dog's name is Jasper, but you know what? I'll take it. You know that's close enough. Jasper, Jester, she'll come if. If Sorry. she hears the just sound, hears I mean, it, that's, yeah. that's part of why we named her Jesters, because it was so close to her rescue name, which was Giselle. So the just oh. sound was so similar. Yeah. It just worked. I mean, Poppy and Peony. I don't I think Poppy her... doesn't even. Well, she was scrambled eggs at some point. I was going to say, I thought she was scrambled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so we will be back next time with knives out. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my god, Dan, I never started recording. <laughs> <laughs>